Hey there, welcome to the Marketers Take Flight podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Diven, founder of Marketers Take Flight and the creator of the Proposal Pro course. I am obsessed with helping AEC marketers just like you put order back into the proposal process, create winning strategies, and build the confidence and courage to advance your career. Each week, I will be sharing tangible and tactical advice and inspiring interviews to fly through the proposal turbulence and have your career take off. So let's dive right in. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to Marketers Take Flight. It may be spring and you're not even thinking about this year's holiday card yet, but with today's topic, I hope you'll get a jump start on your contact cleanup, which will make your holiday card season just a little bit easier. That's right. In this special spring cleaning episode, we are talking about your contacts, your marketing and your business development contacts specifically. And keeping your contact list clean and up to date is not just essential for your holiday cards, but for you to have effective marketing campaigns throughout the year. I know this isn't the most glamorous part of marketing or even maybe your spring cleaning. Maintaining your contacts should not just be a once a year chore, but something that you do regularly. Just like I can't just go to one spin class and magically fit into my bikini, you can't just clean up your contacts just one time during the holidays. These activities are something that we both have to do on a regular basis to meet our goals. So that's why in this episode, I'm sharing some tips and best practices for cleaning up your marketing contacts and keeping them engaged with your firm's contact and your firm's content and services throughout the year, not just at holiday card season time. All right, let's dive in. Let's just get started with tip number one, determine what pieces of contact information you want to track. In my opinion, every contact in your database or on your list needs to have at least five parts, the contact name, their job title, their company or firm name, their email address, and firm address. These five fields are typically standard fields in CRM databases like Deltech Vantage Point. And with this type of information, you can begin to build basic lists that you can use for both your email marketing and your direct mail campaigns. But then there are pieces of contact information that I would consider nice to have. These include attributes like market, maybe some kind of rating system, the source, who owns the contact, maybe different kinds of mailings or lists that contact should be on, and and other different types of segmenting. These are not essential to the contact, but they, they can, these pieces of information can help you narrow down who that person is and what exactly that contact means to your firm. So your assignment from tip number one is to identify your must have and nice to have contact fields or pieces of information. Once those are identified, head over to either your CRM database or master Excel list that you use to manage contacts and view your contacts. You can view multiple records at once in most CRMs, like a list view, or you know you can look at your Excel and you can look for those five parts or those five pieces of information and see what data is missing or outdated. 
And to help you with a visual of how to do this, particularly in a CRM of seeing multiple records at once and seeing the missing data, head over to the show notes page and I have a screenshot over there. It's a little hard. It's a little tricky to describe it on audio. So that was tip number one, determine what pieces of contact contact information you want to track. And then tip number two is standardizing your data entry. So creating a, a list of guidelines for your data entry and ensuring that everyone who is entering contact information, again, either in your CRM or on your cell spreadsheet, that they follow these guidelines. And they and so that helps ensure that your contact list is consistent and accurate. When you're creating your, da- your data entry guidelines, include guidelines for how to enter the contact name the job title, the firm name, the email address, and firm mailing address. So you do you want to have the middle initial? And if you use the middle initial, does it have a period? How do you handle uh, suffixes like PE or AIA? So those type of guidelines. You can also include guidelines for any additional fields that are important to your marketing campaigns, such as making sure they are filling out the market, giving it some kind of rating, um, identifying the source, like how did they meet this contact, who the contact owner is. So that's usually who's entering it or adding it to the list. Um, What mailings or lists should that contact be on and any other types of segments that you've identified from tip one. So tip two was standardizing data entry. Tip number three is then now monitor these new contact creations. And you can do this with scheduled reports if you have a CRM database. So if you have a CRM system like like VantagePoint, but other ones do it as well, you can use the system to monitor what new contacts are created in the database. And most CRMs will allow um, you to set up um, and send scheduled reports of what contacts were created in a set period of time, like within the last seven days, within the last 30 days, within the last 60 days. Send me a report of that of all new contacts created in the last 60 days, let's say. So when these are set up, the report will be sent to a particular person, um, probably you, (laughs) that will include a report of all the new contacts And you can set it up to have certain um, fields or columns in that reports, like who initially created the contact. And those, and I would add a column for each piece of that key contact data that you identified from tip number one. And then once you look at that report, let's say there's 10 new contacts on that report that were created in the last 30 days, you can quickly see if there's any missing information when you get that report. And um, you, and I like adding the created by, so whoever created the contact record in the report. So if I have any questions or if there's any missing information, 
I can then go and reach out to that contact creator and ask them to fill out that information and use it as an on-the-spot training. Um, And so I like to do that with these scheduled reports. So tip number three is monitoring new contact creation with scheduled reports. I'm sure there's something you can do in like a shared spreadsheet on Microsoft SharePoint or Google Drive that will alert you as well if new rows are added. I just don't know how to do that off the top of my head. So tip number four, use your CRM workflows to automate contact quality control. Again, if you have a CRM, make sure that you're using its workflows to your advantage to automate as much work and notifications as you can. So in a CRM, workflows can be set up to indicate certain errors or warnings. Um, They're called different things depending on Um, what CRM you use, but you can set these up to be an error or a warning when somebody's trying to update or enter a contact record and it has missing information. So these specific warnings and alert settings, they will vary from CRM system to CRM system, but most of them have some kind of setting that will either pop up a message that something is incorrect or missing or have another type of setting that will actually stop the user from saving the record with said missing information. So for example, in Dell Tech Vantage Point, they have a warnings workflow, and that is uh, simply alerts the user that the contact needs more information, but they will allow the user to save the contact nonetheless. Whereas their workflow, the Dell Tech Vantage Point workflow errors Um, it will completely stop the user from saving the contact if it has that key piece of of information missing that you indicate. So let me give you an example. If you determine that the email address field is required, that is one of your key pieces of contact information, you can then set up an error workflow. So when a user goes to save a contact record and that email address field is blank or empty, it will not let that person save the record and it will tell them that the email address field is empty. Like you can write the message. Um, so if you have, now I gave you an example with Deltec Vantage Point. If you guys listen to me, you know, that's that's my jam. We, I am a Deltec partner. But mo- again, most CRM systems have all of this. Um, they just call it, they might not call it errors or warnings. They might call it something else. So if you do have a CRM, Go and look and ask and explore what workflows and alerts that you can set up in the system to help you monitor this good contact data going into the system from the first place. So that was tip number four. Use CRM workflows to automate contact quality control. Tip number five, send more marketing emails. That's right. The best way to keep contact email addresses updated is to send them emails. Of course, don't just spam the contacts because that would just drive them away and make them hit that unsubscribe. Instead, think about sending newsletters weekly or monthly or at the very minimum quarterly. Because by doing this, by sending regular email marketing campaigns to your contacts, you will get the contact information back. You will get data back, such as bounced email addresses. 
And this piece of information can indicate that the contact has moved firms or has retired or has moved, just moved on. So by doing this throughout the year and getting back this information, you're constantly updating your contacts. And so it will, and by doing this throughout the year, it will help make the effort of creating your holiday contact, holiday contact list just less daunting. So tip number five is to send more or even just send some marketing emails throughout the year. Tip number six, remove inactive contacts from your email marketing lists. It's important to regularly review your contact list if you have them in your CRM or your Excel or your email service provider and remove any contacts who have not engaged with your firm's content or services in some kind of significant amount of time. This will help you keep your contact list clean and and it helps you stay focused on active and engaged contacts. So to remove inactive contacts, start identifying which contacts have not engaged with your firm's content or services, let's say in the past six months or maybe a year or 18 months or some other interval of time, you know, based on your preferences and quite frankly, how much you're sending email. If you haven't sent an email in six months, then you might have to go back a little bit further. And so once you identify those contacts based on that amount of time and lack of activity, they haven't opened your email, clicked on your email. That's what I mean by engaged. So once you get that list, you can either mark them as inactive in your CRM or maybe create a column called status in your master Excel document and update that column to be inactive. Most email service providers like MailChimp, Constant Contact, and HubSpot will allow you to do searches for contacts based on this activity. So you can run those searches. Uh, Maybe the search says something like, search for all the contacts who haven't opened or clicked an email in the last 12 months. Whatever contacts come back from that search, you can change their status to inactive. This will remove them from your email list. And in fact, I know MailChimp and HubSpot kind of do this automatically, but it's always a good idea to like search manually every few months and double check as well. So that was tip number six, remove inactive contacts from your email marketing list. Tip number seven, and the last tip for today is keep track of opt-outs. Make sure to keep track of the contacts who have opted out of your email campaigns or other marketing efforts. This will help you ensure that you're not sending unwanted emails to those contacts in the future. And to effectively keep track of opt-outs, look for email marketing software that includes opt-out tracking tools. You can use these tools to monitor monitor which contacts have opted out of your email campaigns to ensure that you're not spamming them and keep sending to them. Okay, so now in summary, let's review all seven tips. So to spring clean your marketing contacts, you want to do these seven tips. Tip number one, determine what pieces of contact information you want to track. Tip number two, Standardize your data entry for your contacts. Tip number three, monitor new contact creation with scheduled reports. This is if you have a CRM. Tip number four, use CRM workflows to automate contact quality control. 
Tip number five, send more marketing emails. Tip number six, remove inactive contacts from your email marketing list. And tip number seven, keep track of your opt-outs. By following these tips, you can ensure that your contact list is up-to-date and accurate, and that you're able to create targeted marketing campaigns that engage and interest your contacts all year round, and not just when it comes to preparing your holiday card campaign. I hope that you loved this special spring cleaning episode. I have one more special spring cleaning cleaning episode next week, and it's going to be a good one. It's fun for me to share with you some of the process and organization techniques I've implemented over the years for my firms and my clients. I love like geeking out on this type of information. So I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now. 